Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Trevor Tortomasi, and this week I'm speaking with Fan Meiyuan, Mandarin Chinese instructor at National Central University in Taoyuan, and previously the senior Mandarin instructor and director of student affairs of the International Chinese Language Program, also known as ICLP, at National Taiwan University. <laughs> wow, that is a title. Uh, a little behind the curtain. This interview is the only time I'll ever speak English to you because you will forever be my Chinese teacher. So for this interview, I'm going to call you Fan Lao Shi because that is what I've always called you. You were the instructor while I took all of my classes at ICLP mm -hmm. at NTU,、mm -hmm. and、um, I know a lot of people I've met, foreigners throughout the years, have been to ICLP.、Mm -hmm. What is it that you did at at NTU? Can you go into more detail for that? My task in my job changed a lot. I was in the chief instructor's office, so I can arrange、uh, the curriculum and classes. But、uh, as a student affairs, I arrange outside school <laughs> activities. How long were you working with ICLP? Over thirty years. Over thirty years. Yes, okay. The first year I I started to teach at IUP. We called IUP then, but now I have the, I have the same feelings. Oh, I'm learning new things again because. Uh, the students, their learning styles—they're very different, and I haven't had the chance to teach、uh, some kind of textbooks that much. Right now, you are teaching Chinese just directly as a, as a teacher to students. This is coming from a place where you used to arrange more of the curriculum. Usually, I feel like it goes the other way around. You start as a teacher, and then you go up to sort of macro management and、mm -hmm. stuff. So, to go from that level of arranging and being in charge of so many、mm -hmm. things、mm -hmm. to move to just focusing on the students in front of you,、mm -hmm. what is that like? It's really new experience again because I haven't had that experience for a long time. <laughs> Facing different students, I need to work on something more systematic method to help them because their levels are different from ICLP students. So if I change too much, maybe they don't know how to adjust toward my teaching style. So that's why I think,、uh, like you said, I can do so many things at ICLP, but now it's totally new for me and. And I really like it because I don't need to、uh, worry too many different things. I only need to focus on something. When did you first decide to become a teacher? Ah,、uh, when I was in high school,、uh, I have to work part time. So I, I helped in the cram school already. I taught so many subjects, and then、uh, the ICLP job or the IUP job. It found me. I didn't really think I want to be a teacher there because 1989,、uh, the Tiananmen Square incident、mm. happened. So、um, IUP they need more teachers because so many students fled to Taiwan. Yeah, they they told me that way. Uh, uh, actually, uh, one of my students, she told me. Uh, literally, they, they they fled to Taiwan because so scary, and so IUP didn't、uh, didn't have that many teachers then, so they need to hire. So I got this chance. So I think maybe there one hundred and twenty or thirty people who applied to this job, but、uh, there twelve or thirteen teachers they hired, and I'm the only one left、uh, from my year. So. Uh, people said the Chinese teaching. I mean, the Chinese teacher.、Uh, they have really high、um, something flow. 
Oh, a turnover rate. Yes. Okay. Because、uh, some teachers、uh, they take IUP as a a rock to jump. So, so、uh, after four or five years, they move to Europe, move to the states. That's why they need lots of teachers. When did uh when did teaching start to come naturally to you? I feel more comfortable teaching. I think、uh, it was probably after seven or ten years later. But we're talking about the regular courses we teach. If there's some new courses,、uh, of course, there's、uh, new things we need to adjust. I think <laughs> I'm still learning it right now. <laughs> NTU has recently been ranked as one of the top 100、uh, universities in the world. What did you learn from teaching at a school with a school that prestigious, a school with probably standards that high?、Mm-hmm. Uh, before 1994 or 1997, IUP、uh, stood on its own, so kind of isolated from <laughs> from the the NTU. There's one room in in the in in IUP's library.、Uh, there are so many books are、uh, you are not allowed to read. We have the Mao Yulu, the Red Book, and、um, Du Xun's、uh, novels. I think like forty、uh, years ago or fifty years ago, those those kind of if one Taiwanese dare to read that kind of books, they it he will he or she will get into trouble. The, the government and the NTU try to protect this this language center that can cultivate, educate as sinologists as many as possible. So they gave us、uh, a really good environment and not not to bother us. So maybe just from that kind of historic background, and、uh, we're not that close to NTU. However,、uh, things change a little bit. Like、uh, so, after 1994, 1997, we have closer relationship with NTU, and later IUP moved to Tsinghua in Beijing, and then we stay, we stay in Taipei. So NTU took us. So we formally、um, became part of the NTU. So I think、um, before we merge into NTU, we used to teach the students. From prestigious universities already. Have you done much traveling abroad? Yes, and thanks to my job, I get to visit the states, of course, and then、um, Russia, Italy, Spain, and Indonesia, and India. Have you learned languages sort of along the way besides obviously English?、Uh, Russian, and it's totally so different. I'm also very interested in other languages because I I have been teaching so many so many years, so I picked up many languages. How has learning other languages changed the way you looked at teaching your own native language? This job teaching Chinese helped me a lot because、uh, when I teach others, I I can tell what kind of problem they would face、uh, regarding pronunciation. Because like Japanese,、uh, they don't have that many phonemes、uh, in their language, so most of the the Japanese students have suffered、uh, pronunciation、yeah. problem. You know that, and I I really enjoy、uh, to to solving pronunciation problems. So I want to say, if you want to do and you like to do something, then go on with it, and and the experience. 
you, you, you gained will help you a lot later. You've seen a lot of different people from a lot of different countries with a lot of different language backgrounds. How has your approach to teaching Chinese changed over time? Before, I was very strict. But later on, I saw some students, um, they gave themselves too much pressure. And uh, I don't think that helped them to, to learn. So sometimes, sometimes I argued with my students and too much. I remember one student called me, Fan Lao is a nationalist because I defend <laughs> the Chinese culture, the cultural value mm -hmm. uh, so hard. And I, I like to debate. But... I also realize that they need my language knowledge to help them, but I don't really need to change their mind. Mm. Yes, because you, you know, when you learn the language, I think uh, your personality changed a little bit. Before you look the Taiwanese culture, uh, when you don't know much about Taiwan, uh, you think it that way. But uh, the deeper you, you go in, you... I think that will change your attitude, change your, your, your knowledge more. Even so, I still should not try to convince my students which is better, um, Chinese culture or the other side. So I really need to stop doing that, being strict or defend my value that much. However, I should make them feel whatever you want to say just say it. And I have to encourage students, don't be afraid of making mistakes. Is there anything you wish you could change about Chinese language education in Taiwan? Definitely. Or My ex-colleague and I, we share the same ideas regarding teaching Chinese. Um, so that's something we really want to change the whole environment because my students, uh, they have to work part-time. They don't have that much motivation. So we cannot use the same uh, methodology. But this March, I started to teach at the National Central University. I told my student, I know you're busy, you don't have that much time, but mm -hmm. you have to review first, review what you've learned today mm -hmm. for maybe only 10 minutes. And then you have to listen to the audio files and repeat after it maybe two or three times, and then you start to look on the textbooks and you will feel very different. Because uh, as I know, many students at different language centers, they only came to the classroom and sit to, to wait until the to wait for the teacher to lecture, to teach. I know that when I was teaching English, um, there were so many students that you could tell when they came into class and you said, hey, how about that homework that, that I assigned to the class yesterday? You could tell by the look on their face that they hadn't thought about English in 24 hours mm -hmm. since the end of the last class was mm -hmm. the last time they had thought about it. They came to class again and expected, I'll just spend this next, this is just one more hour and one more day that I'm going to learn English. And the results were subpar because you, you do have to work at home. You do have to practice as often as you can to flex that muscle. Absolutely. But if you didn't use your ear, your, your, your mouth to practice, no matter how many times you, you want to review some um, grammatical points, you will still forget because uh, too much burden in your brain. Uh, if you have to memorize too many things, you will end up forgetting everything. So the review part is a mirror memory part. 
the uh, the preview part is more like muscle memory. That if you can build up both ways, you c- you will find it's more efficient and you can learn it faster. At ICLP uh, at National Taiwan University in the Language Center, it was very strict in keeping all the foreign students only speaking Chinese all of the time. There was something that would come up when I was teaching English. In which we wanted to keep an environment of only speaking English in the classroom. Sometimes I would want to explain a simple word that a student would say, "Teacher, what is what is important?" And I would spend a few minutes trying to explain what what important means. When I, in my brain I was just thinking I could just say "zhong yao," mm-hmm. and the student would get it. They'd mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, now I understand," like mm-hmm. that, and we could move on with the day and learn more things. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about your level of strictness、mm-hmm. in only speaking Chinese in the classroom? Like sometimes there's something that you could say in English just to help them catch up. Well, it depends. If it's the level, the word is the level that students should learn. Maybe、uh, is worthy of using、uh, the target language to to help students to think because. Students will rely on their their teacher、uh, speaking their language to to explain, and then maybe、uh, they they would ask、uh, questions more more often. But maybe they don't really want to remember memorize the the word. Before I like to tell my students, don't see me as a dictionary. If you want to find out where、uh, how to say that in Chinese, you should look it up. If you want to ask me, then you have to memorize.、It. Think before you ask.、Uh, I think it's an attitude. Like some students told me, now they can dream in Chinese. I, I know it's not the beginning level students. It's not th- something that the, the students can do. But because you study Chinese, so you have to maintain something you learn and you'll be able to say. So、uh, it's a matter of、uh, learning something well, not learning something fast or learning something more, right? The student has to meet you halfway. Right.、Uh, this has been our interview with Fan Lao Shi, Fan Meiyuan, Mandarin Chinese instructor at National Central University in Taoyuan. Thank you very much for listening to Taiwan Talk. See you next time. <laughs>